It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. The infamous Spurs Show Live takes place once again on Monday, May the 25th, with special guests Tottenham legends Ozzy Ardiles and Ricky Veer, with comedy from Sol Bernstein and, of course, Phil Cornwell. Tickets are available now at live.spurshow.net. Hello, thanks for listening. Welcome to the Spurs show without Phil Cornwell, or indeed Mike Lee. Yep, it's that point towards the end of the season where the Spurs show bosses give one of the squad players a go. I'm Barry Castanola, and rather than join Cabal's cabal of disgruntled French-speaking squad players, I kept my head down, worked hard in training, and waited for my opportunity. In many ways, I'm like Paulinho, but with a better shot and less Native American looking. So after the bollocks at Burnley, we were utterly vacuous against Villa on Tottenham Titan. Tim Sherwood's return to the club where, had he been given one more season, would surely have surpassed the achievements of Bill Nicholson. Why did we ever let him go? This is the man who not only won a whopping 59% of his Premier League games in charge, showered Adebayor in positive juju juice and invented the never-imitated gilet throwdown, but also gave birth to Harry Kane and Nabil Bentaleb. Ah, but did he have a philosophy like our Morris, I hear you cry. Well, excuse me for feeling deja vu, but I'm sure we've been here before. A promising young foreign manager with Premier League experience, unable to secure the players he wanted in the transfer market. A rigid 4-2-3-1 system which seems to stifle creativity, grumblings of player unrest and a reliance on one man's goals to paper over the cracks. Well, joining me at Spurs Show HQ for what, let's face it, is bound to be a moan fest, our journalist and award-winning author and also co-chair of the Tottenham Hotspur Supporters Trust, Martin Cloak. Hello, Martin. Hi there. I was hoping you were going to introduce me as the Harry Kane of the evening there. but uh... <laughs> Is that who you would align yourself to? Well, of the... course. You know, we don't want to be Harry Kane, don't we? <laughs> oh, I'm Paulinho. <laughs> uh, welcome. Thanks very much. Uh, we've also got Spurs Show regular, music journalist, mod and author, Paolo Hewitt. Paolo, how are you? Very well, thank you. Looking more like Christian Eriksen, I think. You're going for Christian, are you? I'm going for Christian. <laughs> to the left, to the right. I'm a little dynamite. <laughs> and finally, television and radio uh, producer Simon Mayhew Arch. Hello, Simon. I'm the Vlad Churches. <laughs> oh, are you? <laughs> see, see, this is interesting. You, you're going Chiriches, are you? I go Kirikes. No, oh, Kirikes. Yeah. How, how do we pronounce it? By the it? way, by the way, I was just earlier, it, my Algerian hairdresser tells me it's Bentar Leb. 
Bentaleb. Bentaleb. Because I said, oh, Bentaleb's really good, isn't he? Who's that? Is it, do you know what I really like? The way that John Motson, um, every now and then, pres, uh, pre, uh, pronounces Sigurdsson. Sigurdsson. <laughs> but then he forgets yeah. later on. Oh, Sigurdsson! Yeah. Go, no, yeah. he meant Sigurdsson. Oh, Sigurdsson today. <laughs> I was just looking with Harry Canny. <laughs> <laughs> well, OK, let's get started. First of all... Do we have to? The... <laughs> well, what we did on Saturday, let's yeah. face it. Yeah. Let's look at the video. It's, it's all pretty depressing, isn't it, guys? Uh, was anyone at the game? Yeah. 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 All of us were. Yeah. yeah. All, 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 and house. we're all depressed. Yeah. We're <laughs> Absolutely miserable. I, I, I'll be controversial. I actually don't think it was as bad as the Stoke game. I think that was the, the all-time low. Of the oh, I thought Burnley me. was. Yeah. I thought Burnley was. I suppose it's a different. I, I was kind of. I was watching Burnley on the telly. I didn't make it up there, so I kind of mm. had that separation. But St- Stoke was the worst for me. But uh, I mean, Saturday there's not really a lot to get out of it. Danny Rose was okay. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the it positive says something start. when Danny Rose is looking like our best player. Yeah. yeah, but I also think that that was a consequence of the tactics because there was just so much space because Ericsson was pushing inside and just no one pulled out ever to support Rose. So he had a lot of space. So he looked, he had a much better game than, than he usually does. But I think it was because he had so much time on the ball. I think sometimes uh, Danny Rose is unfairly criticised for uh, his defensive duties when he's obviously asked to, to move forward. But you see sometimes, uh, you know, when, when Lloris is uh, uh, looking to distribute the ball, he's pushing way up on the left. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's obviously the system that we're, we're playing. He's mm-hmm. trying to play with, uh, with, with Walker uh, and Rose pushing forward. So if he then doesn't get back and, and, and he's left you know, with a the gap, then he can't be blamed for that, surely. Mm. Well, that's the yeah. problem, and, and you know the, the, the you know the so-called wide forward men, the two at the, at the end of the three, uh, aren't getting back to help their fullbacks either. I mean, that's that's been part of the problem for for quite a lot of the season, isn't it? As well, it was but just f- that thing. It was so stodgy from minute one. Yeah. And but why though? Why is this going? What, what's happening here? Why? Why is this? I, I mean, think a lot of it. I mean, Mason and Bentaleb, I think, for the last few games, have not looked particularly good, and that, right. that's that's you know they've had decent seasons, but that's a pretty vital area as yeah. well in terms of protecting the back four and also breaking things Gave up and bringing the four players well, into loads. the game. Loads. They haven't been doing that. They're promising young squad players, and yeah. let's hope they develop into brilliant players. But at the moment, they're being played game after game, yeah. and it's a lot of responsibility for for, for two younger players. Yeah. But then we're playing fewer games. You know, we're out of all the cups. We've, it is one game a week yeah, now. That's, so that's what I mean. You would think that they would take to that pitch. Fresh yeah, and they, they and, look know, tired when, than when they, they were playing look, more yeah. games, don't they? Yeah. You know, mentally and physically, they look tired. And what you're saying there, do you think Pochettino's to blame? Because he's so rigid with this system, he won't change no. it, will he? It was one of those that. I'm not an old school English fan, you know, I'm not Ron Bassett, but it was crying out for 4 4 2. You just thought, stick two men up front. Because that was the thing, it's Mason and Bentaleb, they get it in the middle, they look up, they've got four players, because. Kane does it as well, who are all sort of dropping in, who all want to get on the ball, but no one's going in behind, no one's pulling yeah. out wide, and mm. so it's just... That's, just that's a big problem, I think, no one going in behind. Mm. I think um, at least when there was that experiment when Dembele played a couple of games at number 10, mm. you know, for all his faults, and you know, he's a player who, who looks like he's never going to realise his potential, Dembele, but at the same time, he does hold the ball up well, and he does yeah. bring people yeah. into the game. Yeah. And without that, we're lacking uh, that, that pace. And you know, we, we have Townsend and Chadley on, on the pitch as well. We're still we're lacking players getting in behind, aren't we? I think yeah, that, and I'm, I'm wondering why he's playing the same team week in, week out. You know, like you said about hmm. Mason and Bentaleb. You know, Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> you know, he needs to... Um, you know, what, 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 why isn't he playing other players? Why isn't he freshening up the team? Why isn't he... You know, saying, okay, you know, today in the paper he was saying, oh, it's been a long season and the young players' mentality is really tired. Well, 
Bring in well, other but, players. Yeah, but who, who else do you bring in? I mean, look at, look, look at the middle two. Okay, it's probably. Well, I bring Kabule seems to be on on the on the naughty step, doesn't he? As well, with, with oh, Kabul and Adebayor yeah. as well. Yeah. Stambouli, I you know I think like. he's looked okay in the few times we've seen him, but yeah. maybe yeah. we haven't seen enough of him. So yeah. that's possibly one in the middle. Yeah. Who else do you bring on the, as, as the three? Maybe Dembele and Lamella's the only other option, you know, as a sort of wide man or a number ten or something, yeah. isn't he? So, you know, it's. it's well, you I'm not sure who else there is to bring in. Team around Paulinho, that's the key, well, isn't it? <laughs> the Brazilian Frank Lampard, they called him. Was it the Brazilian Frank Spencer, my mate Bruce? Do remember when we when we signed uh, Kiriches? And uh, his agent went, no, he's, he's only going to be here for a season. He's really going to Chelsea. Stepping stone, yeah. I yeah, really yeah. want to write to his agent yeah. go, how are the negotiations for Chelsea going? <laughs> I've just got, I'm not your stepping stone going through my head now. Yeah. <laughs> so, I can't help but look at Paulinho and think that he could be another Kevin prince Berte. Yeah. That he'll go somewhere else and oh, actually and look half decent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But in a Tottenham shirt, you literally cannot see anything. You know, you wouldn't pay one million for him. Let alone 17 or what, what do we do? What, what happens when players come to us? I, mean, I don't know. I, was, I actually was thinking about a book which would run to many volumes of players who were really good who come to Spurs, mm. pull on that shirt and turn to rubbish within seconds. I mean, he was captain of a, of, a, of a Europa Cup winning team. Mm. Um, and, he, and he comes to, and he, he's looked terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy I was standing next to at the game, he, you know, he, was, he was calling him squarehead because every, yeah. every uh, header he went up for just sort of just flung off in a different direction. Yeah, you know, it was, yeah. I mean, he, every one of our defenders looks like they've got mistaken them. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's a part of the problem at the moment, isn't it? And I think with that, you know, for all of, you know, Vertonghen's got some justified criticism, but I still think that he's by far and away Absolutely. the best defender that we've got, and it does make a difference when he's in there as well. And what's, what's going on with Vertonghen, do we think? Is it genuine a chest infection? Or is it, he another, it, it seems to be that he's ill. But then again, you know, with that, that when, when the, the, the back four changed, you know, for the Burnley game, uh, everyone's going, oh, you know, what's he done that for? But then we, it's a defence that conceded six goals in the previous two games, isn't it, as well? So you yeah. think if he hadn't changed it, there would have been some criticism as well. So, What would you say with the players we've got at the moment, what, what would you say is the best back four, with everyone fit? Uh, Walker, Rose, Vertonghen and Dyer. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it says something... As well, when the, the, the biggest cheer on, uh, on Saturday was De Edlin coming on. Yeah. Yeah. No one yeah. Going, yeah. This is how desperate we've got. That yeah. We're now going, oh, this little American guy, yeah. uh, you know, in his first game. And of course, give him a good reception. This is his first time on the pitch. But yeah. it, was, yeah. it was more than that, wasn't it? It was more yeah. like, he might do something. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, but then what, that, the first thing that happened to him, he goes over to take a throw in and nobody wanted the ball. Oh, it's it's like, yeah, welcome to Tottenham, son. Get on with it, go on. game after game. Like, there's, is there anything more frustrating than when we get a throw and they stood there for ages yeah, looking yeah, around yeah, yeah. and then quite often throw it to the opposition? Yeah, yeah. yeah. they'll just throw it down the line in the end, won't it, they? They spend five mm. minutes looking around then just yeah. down the line to the opponent's head. It's but, really, but that's part of the system. You never know. It's part of this <laughs> philosophy. But the thing is that the, the system has worked this season. I mean, we were talking about this a little bit before the show started, weren't we? Is is that there have been you know some pretty bad games this season, but there's also been some pretty damn good yes. performances as yeah. well, and some really good football players. So that, the system can work yeah, with a lot of those players that we all that, said at the start of the season. Actually, we've got a decent squad. I, I, I don't. I, I don't remember too many fans saying that we've got a rubbish squad at the start of the season. Yeah, but isn't that, isn't that to do with the fact that the Tottenham mentality is that when you're playing Chelsea or Arsenal, you know, you raise your mm. game. I mean... Mm. But I you've, got, you've got to be able to do it, though, haven't you, with the system and with the quality yeah, of play. Sure. So I get that, a lot yeah. of it's mentality, but also, you know, it's not as if the, the whole thing is completely wrong. And this is, in a way, what makes it even more but, frustrating. But mm. the thing is that when I, I used to play Sunday League football when I was, you know, 13, and the manager would always say... On your day, you can beat anyone. 
And it's like, well, yeah, because that's football. Yeah. And it is that thing. We, we beat Chelsea. We beat Arsenal. And it was on our day. We can beat anyone. I think the true test is games like yesterday. Oh, sorry, games like on Saturday. Where just going to the ground, you could mm. feel it. It had a 1-0 home defeat written all over it. Yeah, yeah. And I just... I, I was hoping that he was in that changing room doing something different, doing something to... I don't know, just get inside their heads. Because... You mentioned you earlier when, when you were doing your intro, Barry, you said something about player unrest. There's, are there rumours of this? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of talk coming out of the club that there's, um, as I call it, cabal's cabal. There's, there's this French-speaking group uh, within the, that are very disgruntled uh, that includes uh, Capou, uh, Cabal, Adebayor. Um, I was really unhappy to hear Stambouli mentioned in that because I've really liked him when I've seen him. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. He, so he, again, yeah, he, he's already... Less than gruntled after, you know. He looked like he had heart when he played. I mean, there was there was one game. I think it was a. I think it was a Europa League game. It was Cup a Europa game. League game. Yeah. There was one game where he looked when he first came on. Yeah. and He looked slow. I mean, he looked like he was running backwards at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the next couple of games that where, where he came, he on, picked he looked up. Like he had a bit of fight <clears> about yeah. him. And yeah. Yeah. That's sort of what we need. I think, like we were saying earlier, I think sometimes um, uh, Ben Taleb and uh, and Masson aren't They're not protecting the uh, protecting the back four enough. Yeah, where Stambouli looked like he was that 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 proper defensive yeah. midfielder. Mm. And if they're tired, if these two guys are tired, which you know, and Ben Taleb went off to the African Nations as well, didn't he? Mm. You know, you, then you have to rest them. You have to, you know, bring in Stambouli and Dembele, put them there. Why not? Well, there, there was a little bit of change around. I mean, I'm not uh, the, the player I'm resting. I think in a way you'd be surprised if there wasn't that some of the senior professionals in the club have been uh, evidently been bombed out. And I mean, that was the thing about the Stoke game, wasn't it? The, the rumor has it that you know that was when Kane and Mason basically went in and stuck it to the senior professionals, and there was that kind of mini revolt where people were saying some people aren't pulling their weight. Uh, and I thought that was quite a brave move of Pochettino's because he'd said at the start of the season, "You elect your captain and vice captain," mm-hmm. and they elected Adebayor. Uh, and Kabul, and he said, "Well, let's go with that. That, 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 Let's go with that." And then at the Stoke game, there was that turnaround, and you you saw that from the team selection. But you know, who knows whether it's true? But that's the story that there was this kind of revolt, and you know, Kane really stuck it to people and said, "We need to be playing for the shirt a little bit more." And Pochettino, there was a noticeable change after the Stoke game, where he changed the tactics. Some players have been sidelined, and he moved on. And I think that was pretty brave to stand up to that kind of player power Mm, uh, as well in there. So give him some credit for that. By all got you know AVB the sack effectively. You, you know, I think he you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out at your peril. Yeah, yeah. He's, right. he's done for more than one manager, hasn't he? As well. I mean, yeah. you know, and again, he's another one. You know, on his day, the guy can score some great goals, but I think you know, you look at it sometimes and think, is, is his heart really in it? I mean, the thing is, it's really difficult for us, isn't it? Because we don't know what is going on behind the scenes. Yeah. We don't know how disruptive yeah. Adebayor actually is. Or, you know, because the other side of it is you could see that, that in some ways he's a bit of a victim. I mean, we, don't, mm. we just don't know. Yeah. We don't know. You know, and, and with... Um, he was pictured, wasn't he, dancing um, by the, uh, the Arc de Triomphe um, over the weekend, or he put pictures up on Facebook and a lot of fans, yeah. That's not a euphemism, though. Very, <laughs> very, uh, very angry about that. But you go, hang on, if you're not in the squad and yeah. you've been frozen out, then, yeah. then what, you know, what, what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't, exactly. Um, I, I, it's a difficult one, because I, I, I want to, I, you know, it's like with all Tottenham players, I want to like them all. Yeah, mm. yeah. But it's very hard. <laughs> they make it very hard. Well, no, but so again, I'm, I'm being I'm reasonably positive now. I think yeah. that there was. I think was it the start of the season when they had one, one of the kids that some of the, the one of the offers that they'd done was on the pitch at half time, and Paul Coit said, "Who's your favourite player?" And the kid went, 
There's this kind of like ripple of laughter <laughs> around the ground. Because, but actually, there are some likable players that have come through. I think the club has got some of its personality back, and that is because of it. You know, particularly Kane, but you know Mason and Bentaleb, and you know some of the younger players coming through and showing mm. that there's there's maybe a little bit of character about the club rather than just a bunch of people. You know, revolving so you, door. Yeah, you definitely get the sense, like you know, with with Mason and, and Bentaleb, you get the sense if they lose the ball, they do care and they will try and win it back. Mm. But the danger is always that you put all of your faith in that, and then yeah. six months down the line you go, they do lose the ball a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's the sort mm. of and it's why, it's why you need that combination, isn't it, as well? You, you need mm. a couple of experienced heads in there, don't you? I think that's mm. what we're, mm. we're lacking. I think we are lacking leaders mm. on, on the pitch. Mm. Well, there's been a, I think one we've of the, a leader for a long time. One of the message board discussions that's going around is, is James Milner, you know, sort of dull but vital. Do we need a kind of James Milner sort of player? I don't yeah. think there's a chance in hell of us getting him, by the way, but uh, for, for a number of reasons. But mm. it, it is somebody like that, that kind of solid, does the basics well, got a bit of experience. It, then, then it comes down, to, you know, you look at it and we sit here, we complain, I was sort of just so depressed on Saturday. And then you think, well... It all comes down to wages. We've got the sixth wage bill, I think, yeah. sixth yeah. highest wage bill. Yeah. We're going to finish sixth or seventh. Mm. That's how it works. That's, that's yeah. football. Yeah, yeah. And we're, yeah. You know, we're linked with Kevin, Kevin Wimmer. I get all excited. I think, mm. oh, yeah, young yeah, German centre-back. <laughs> I have no idea what he's like. But if, yeah. if we're imagine the songs. Everyone's a Wimmer baby. You know? I mean, come on, it's going to be able, disco time in the stands. If we're able let's to buy, buy him, then he's probably not that good. You're going to get a good song out of him. The Wimmer takes it all. I'll tell you what I'm not doing anymore as well. I'll tell you what I'm definitely not going to do. Go to games. <laughs> Renew my season ticket. Um, he's, um, he's, when we're about to sign a player, is look at those bloody YouTube, <laughs> YouTube. highlights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. exciting. Yeah, Hang on a minute. Yeah. This is three minutes from their whole career. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, look like a well bit. I mean, for some reason, my, my oldest son is massively into Romanian football. I don't know where this comes from. He's more right? of a geek okay. than me. And he, he, he really knows his stuff. And he's going, oh, this, this boat's great, Dad. Uh, and he's still into, I think he's finally realised that he's not. But some of the clips, you know, he was striding out of defence, spraying balls around, you know. Yeah, he did it looked like a lamella. You know, yeah. it was another one who looked great. On, on, you know, he was great know, on the telly, but when you get him on grass, my family, my family in Italy were like, "Oh, you've got a great, he's brilliant." Yeah, because yeah, they watch him. They don't happily, but they watch him play on every week. Like, he's fantastic. Yeah, when Thanks. he first arrived, Grazi. when he first arrived, he, he did. There's a few games where he put in some brilliant last ditch tackles, and there were a couple where where it was dodgy, some really like dodgy little turns where he got away with it. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. You're going, yeah. oh, this bloke's got some balls. He's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. And then the mistakes yeah. started happening. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's the sort of centre back that you might if you put him like a, with a big sort of bruiser and that he's the ball playing the sort of the great you know he, yeah. can, he can play but the trouble is that you know on Saturday you, away, you just it was like from minute one yeah. And he didn't want to be out there. You were like, no. oh, God, you know. Well, it's, it's one of those players where you can just hear the kind of collective intake of breath every time the ball goes near him from the yeah. crowd now. And, you know, that transmits as well. But it's like, you know, the performance that the player gives affects what the crowd are like, really, as well. Yeah. And the guy looked like he had no confidence. You don't want to be wincing when, when, every time one of the players is about <laughs> no. to receive the ball. Oh, no, no, please. He's not in. on his fourth Cruyff turn in the area. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Flag, just kick yeah, yeah. it out. Please. When we look around at the team, there's a lot of players who just aren't performing uh, and, and their form isn't what it was earlier on in the season. I mean, mm. if you look back a couple of months, look at the position we were in. We were still fighting for top four. We had a cup final. Yeah. Uh, we'd just beaten Chelsea, Arsenal. We'd had a, yeah. a, a solid nil-nil draw against Man United. Things mm. were looking great. I mean, Ericsson hasn't scored in, uh, in 11 games. Yeah. Um, and His statistics had... are terrible, by the way. Yeah. The, like, since Second the half of the season, game, yeah. Since the Chelsea game, his statistics have... 
Yeah, he has, died. yeah, no, I don't think yeah. any assists either. Yeah, uh, that's uh, right. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Kane. Uh, you know, I mean, Kane's been fantastic. I, 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 Lamella. I mean, Lamella against Burnley is where he comes on and, and sort of gives the ball away two or three times. Yeah. And again, he's someone that we all want him to do well. Forget yeah. about the price yeah, tag. Yeah. We, we, yeah, we want the guy to do well. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, I. He gave the ball away a couple of times again, didn't he, on Saturday? And then uh, I, th- I thought he'd done it again. And, uh, and I very rarely get a shout out or get on the players' backs. But I just, I was so frustrated. And I just went, You useless prick! <laughs> and a bloke in front of me turned around and went, We've well, only scored 29 goals for us. It was only Harry Kane. Sorry! Harry Kane, a useless prick, by accident. But. I like when it, the, on the Burnley game. Um, there was this bit where you heard one of the Burnley supporters in the uh, in the crowd, and Kane had got the ball and it had it whipped off in by one of the Burnley players. And you said this bloke go, "Shows you're right, you puff." <laughs> <laughs> and it's so, such a you know old throwback school. to yeah. you know the old days, you know, <laughs> isn't it? You puff. Um, Look at you, your long hair, your London ways. I also just say one of the worst things about Saturday was the fact. In a perverse way, I would have rather that we lost in some freak. You know, if it had been like a freak four 0 home defeat then you can just write it off. But a 1-0 away win, Tim will be taking that as a tactical masterclass. Well, like, he will be crowing mm, about that. Mm, yeah. I was surprised he didn't a lot more. But you see, I, I, I think it was his fault because, as he said, he single-handedly built this Spurs team that lost against Villa that he just happened to be <laughs> yeah. managing. So I just think it's all Sherwood's fault. That's exactly why he shouldn't be the manager anymore. He found the club. <laughs> yeah. He actually found, <laughs> yeah. the, club. Yeah. He found yeah. the whole club. Um, it, I mean, it... It, it was, but he now has outwitted Pochettino three times, and and should we be worried about that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> I think it's a similar conversation to when everybody was saying West Ham are going to finish above us at the start of the season, and I don't think that's going to happen anymore, is it? So I've said it now, haven't I? I don't. I will. I, I'm a big fan okay. of Pochettino, but. I, it, it just they, they, I like him. I want yeah, him to yeah, do yeah, well. Yeah, there, yeah, there was one thing that worried me about him was what was the game? Was it QPR that his brother came to? There were pictures yeah, yeah. of him waving to his brother. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, they were in, brother, in the stand yeah. at the end, yeah. And he said, oh, yeah, my brother, I love him, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he tries to talk to me about my football at Spurs, but I never listened to him. And I thought, if you've got this trait where you don't listen to people that you think you're... Bang on, who's his brother? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, but his brother is a Spurs yeah. follower. Right. You know, oh, he yeah, follows yeah. Spurs, yeah. so he's probably yeah, a yeah. fan who's probably saying the same things to him that we'd like to say. But the fact that he's, you know... I, I think he might have that in him, you know, this stubbornness, you know. And he's but, but, but then the thing yeah, is, though, Pellin, that, that there's only one thing that would be more disastrous than most of the managerial appointments that we've had, and that's if, if any of us were in charge of the club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> I've always been very honest about that. I'm 70% pro him, but I do think... He seems like a nice guy as well, doesn't he? Yeah, and he wears a nice suit, but the thing is, you know, that... Four two three one thing where he won't you know like last week I mean it was a classic example with Mourinho mm. where he went to four two two to bring Stoke out got the goal and then went back to the, the, the other four, mm. you know his four two three one formation and I think that that I thought well Mourinho could our boy ever do that mm. the, the worry that's is the thing you're looking for isn't it? B, and at times I'm worried there's not a plan A that, yeah. I think that mm. yeah. that is the worry and and I thought when when Soldado came on the other day. Um, He's another one. I'm so desperate for him to do yeah, well. Cool. And he know. still looks class. He's yeah, still, I mean, great yeah. touches. Yeah, yeah. intelligent. Playing deep, yeah. 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 And, um, and there was a couple of nice one-twos with, with him and Kane mm. as well. And you mm. thought, you know, we're, we're playing at home yeah. against Villa. Yeah. Um, you know, why, why not try from the beginning? Yeah. With a, with a, with that, a four, even yeah. Yeah. That's a traditional 4-4-2. Yeah. You've got, if you're going to play Townsend, 
Why not try? Why always have him inverted? Why not try him on the yeah, left? Yeah, try him on the, on the wing that he plays well on. Because there's something about the way we play, and it was the same under OVB, and it's looking the same under Pochettino. We're, White Hart Lane is a small pitch, mm. and it looks tiny. Mm. And you're, you almost sit there and you go, I don't know how anyone plays football on this, because mm. it all just gets mm. so compacted. I'll tell, tell you what looked tiny. was. Um, did you see towards the end of the game, there was one point where... Um, Edlin was marking Benteke. <laughs> yeah. he, uh, he was, and he was yeah. panicking about it. Yeah. So he should have been. He was shouting at Eric Dyer. <laughs> but how come we were noticing yeah, yeah. that? Like, and yeah. No one else was. Yeah, yeah. We were going, what the hell is going on? That's where the phrase yapping at his ankles comes from. <laughs> 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 Literally yapping at his ankles. It looked like a scene from Different Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> You see, look, laughter, you see, that's what it is. It's not a moan fest. But there is, there is one upside. I'm going to be really you, negative I mean, in I don't know how you guys feel about the Europa League, but, I mean, if we lose our next six games and Swansea overtake us and they get the Europa League, I wouldn't be too... Uh, I'm in two minds about A trip's a trip. You know, yeah. I wouldn't be too... I think too if we... Really. You know, I think it's good to keep squad players happy. So I think, you know, that, that's... If you say, right, we are going to treat... In the same way, as, I suppose, Redknapp disrespected the tournament quite a bit, but yeah. at the same time... Part of me thinks, are we ever going to win it? And the money's not yeah. great either, yeah. is it? And um, and it obviously is having a, an adverse effect on the on, yeah. the on on the Premier League. So I'm not sure. I'm in two minds about it. On the one hand, you go, it's, it's good to have those extra games if you're going to play all the the squad and the, and the and peripheral you players. You get the Champions League place now if you win. If, if you if win, you it, win it. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, how are we feeling for for next season? We got players like I mean, is there hope? We have got people like Pritchard doing brilliantly at, at Brentford. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we've, we've, we've got we've got Lennon doing doing great at Everton, but I don't think he's going to be coming back, mm. is he? That, that's the one I can't understand actually. Yeah. That, that, what, yeah. Why we why we let Lennon go? Yeah. He when he played mm. was it the Everton game? We'd had a bit of a dodgy mm. trot, and then mm. we played him against Everton earlier in the season. Yeah. And he played really um, well. Yeah, we yeah, looked yeah. like it was. Well, I also think, yeah, yeah, he helped, he helped like out his fullback, didn't he, yeah. a lot of the time as well yeah, as, you yeah. know, and I mean, I know, you know, he's never, there was a couple of seasons where it was about a season and a half where he was absolutely brilliant, yeah. wasn't he, and I think he, he got another injury and then he was never quite the same, but yeah. I still think, you know, in terms of what we've got, I would, I would like to see him on the pitch, you know, him and Townsend. They're yeah. talking about, like, well, I, I mean, Spurs media watch, I mean, I'm sure we're all checking every 10 minutes, mm. but they're talking about 10 players being... Shipped out this summer. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, Capua, Paulinho, you know. The Who's going to buy him? Well, that's mm. the thing. That's the thing I was saying to my mate. If you ran a club, would you buy Soldado? You wouldn't really, mm. would you? No. Well, you wouldn't buy Paulinho. You wouldn't mm. buy, you know, Capua. You just wouldn't buy these players. But we have got the new guy in, Mitch. I mean, this will be the first summer where Pochettino mm. can go into the market, yeah. hopefully. And... Um, but will he, will he get back? So, I mean, I mean, how much of a difference would well, Schneidlin have made this year? Thing. I mean, I mean, he's yeah, he's, but then he's Levy, isn't player. Levy saying that he's only going to do ten to fifteen million pound transfers? Is that? Yeah, that that was that was something that came out of the yeah, meeting so that we us, had okay, with him. Yeah, that, that that yeah, I was arguing about this on the pod last night. Well, it's in some respects, I'm, I'm going to get slightly this. I feel slightly sorry for Daniel Levy because maybe it wasn't the, the greatest choice of words. And I, I think I think it's evident that if you look at what's happened with the club, they realised that they didn't spend the bail money well. But as we just said, they're, they're, they're <laughs> not going to say actually, yeah, all those players. Are useless, right? They're still staff, and they, they, they've, they've got to sell them on. And I think the point that Levy was trying to make was that he's always had the transfer policy of don't buy players that are too old, don't 
pay mega bucks, partly because you know we, we've got you know less financial clout because of the way we decide to run the club than, than, than some of our competitors as well. So let's buy players with a bit of sell-on value, you know, that can grow and that, that they've got a few years to go. And I think he was saying if I'd have stuck with that, but what I did was that I backed a manager at the time who said let's pay out big money for some of the slightly older stars. Let's see how that goes. So I think in a way, I mean, we've all you know I've criticised him in the past for not appearing to back managers. I think we all had. So I think he was saying, well, I, I listened, I backed a manager, and that didn't work out either. So what I'm going to do is go back and probably he would say now maybe comfort zone wasn't the right word to use because it makes it look a little bit as if you know we're just kind of giving up on things no. I, I genuinely for all the criticisms there are at the club and you know, there are a lot out there I genuinely don't think that they've just decided let's settle for, for second best they do want to compete so whether the decision making is good enough but when you what's say changed so what's changed apparently again I mean I don't know this for sure but you know that the, the word is and the general indications are that with the appointment of Mitchell yeah. that was Pochettino saying right I've got my people in place now they they scout the players they select the players they make the recommendations and in the end of course it's Levy who's got his hands on the purse strings but I think that there's been a realization by like the executive board of the club let's step away a little bit from the involvement that we had in team affairs before and let's see if well, the people we've appointed to do the job get on with it now I think that's encouraging how much they get backed who knows and you know who knows what the stories are because I think one of the you know one of the worst trends in modern football has been the uh, the involvement by chairman and people who don't really know, f not letting people do their jobs, mm. you know, not letting managers go, he's a great centre forward, I want him, you know. But I can, I can understand it the other way. Because when you say back the manager, it depends on who, that, yeah. who the manager is yeah. there. Cause but but you've yeah. appointed the manager. Yeah. Yeah. But is it yeah. Baldini? Because mm -hmm. yeah. it's a lot like American sports. I, I think you Baldini have your, is toast, isn't he, really? You know, That's fairly obvious. You have your sporting mm -hmm. director. So yeah. I can understand you want continuity. Yeah. But mm. AVB uh, was always moaning that he didn't have the players that he wanted. Yeah. Uh, I'm mm. not sure that those that the seven that, that we uh, that we bought for, mm. with the bail money yeah. um, were necessarily players that AVB had earmarked. Yeah, I mean, I famously, he wanted Moutinho, didn't he, when mm -hmm. after, after Modric had gone? But then, yeah, the, the Moutinho deal didn't come off because of the third party ownership thing as well. And, and you know, and you look at the implications of third party ownership and the money that was being talked about. You can say, well, actually, you know, it's got to be a business decision and a football decision, hasn't it? Unfortunately, that is the way the modern game works. I hate saying that as well. Mm. It's like you know, is fourth better than, than, than winning a cup? You know, apparently it is because you get more money. That's not what it's about. It's about winning. But yeah. they, they have to make the decision on, on both levels. And Moutinho apparently didn't come off because of the third-party ownership thing. That's like Masekio as well, or the, mm. the guy from Villarreal. Yeah. But I think the, the bottom line is, and, and this can't all be laid at the door of Levy either, is, is where we are financially and everything else, is, is that we have never hung on to our best players. Mm. You know, uh, I mean, e mm. even over the last mm. few years, obviously, mm. you look at Carrick, you look at Modric, um, mm. Berbatov. We hung to Modric for a year, didn't we? That was the closest that we came to it. But that's been the problem, you're right, that we haven't hung on to them. And it's like a, it's a, it's a sort of catch-22, isn't it? Uh, because, you, you know, these players will go, oh, we'll stay if we can see some success. Yeah. And then mm. we mm. lose the players. Mm. Uh, and then, inevitably, we end up around the fifth or sixth mark and mm. more players want to go. I mean, you worry about this summer. Are we, are we going to lose mm. Lloris? Are we going to lose yeah. Tonga? Yeah, no, no, that's his And it's where you spend the money because what, what you said earlier was, was right. Is, you know, that if, if you look at the relationship between the wage bill and where, where teams finish, there's a pretty solid set of evidence that, you know, the bigger your wage bill, the higher up you're going to finish. Now, I'm sure we could disprove that science being Spurs uh, as well. But, uh, you know, it, this is all retrospect, but uh, probably most people would say now, rather than buy the seven players, 
maybe we should have bought fewer players, but but bought players and put them on a bigger wage if yeah. if those deals were available. But that m- that players, might have been the thing yeah. to do. By seven players, none of whom had uh, a Premier League experience, yeah. was, yeah. was, was a massive mistake. And wasn't yeah. it weird that here we have this, you know, Spurs, which has mm. traditionally been frugally run by Daniel Levy. Mm. Suddenly we get 100 million, and he's spending it like he's on, he's done, he's mm. done an E or something. Yeah, The really alarming thing was that of that of those seven players, one of the last ones to actually go through, I think, was Ericsson, yeah. Mm. Yeah. who's been by far the yeah. biggest yeah. success. Yeah. And success, you think. Yeah. And we'll have him too. Yeah. Cheap. Yeah. Eleven, um, eleven million. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, I mean, and also again, you never know with the, the figures that are banded about as well, because um, yeah, like Soldado, for example, yeah. um, it probably isn't thirteen million. Yeah. Uh, and and the other thirteen was all add-ons with him yeah. scoring twenty mm. goals and us getting in Champions League places or, or yeah. whatever else. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we can't Thank always God believe that, the, 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 the figures we hear. I mean, I think. Lamella was three million. Oh dear! I mean, is he ever going to come good? No, he's, he's just not. He's I, just I not. think it's his decision making that is, I, that I is so poor, it. isn't it? Yeah. You know, it, Spurs. You know, we buy these wingers and they can't go past a fullback. I mean, do you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, we, I remember Crouch. He couldn't kick a ball. He could edit, but he couldn't mm. kick it. Mm. Can, you know, <laughs> he could shin shot. it. We've always got Milan. Come on, it, <laughs> the shin. Yeah, the, wor- the worst shot from outside the area. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like it, it what Paulinho did yeah. against Burnley. Yeah. Yeah. Crouching regularly. Yeah, but at least he got his on time. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm behind yeah. the goal, so when Crouch would come for him, oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Lennon too, to be fair. Most, if you look, most of Lennon's goals, um, they, they were never just him, like, like just like positioning himself and, and shooting. It yeah. was like yeah. uh, off his knee or off. I mean, yeah. Something yeah. looked like yeah. a great yeah. volley. But you go, that was a mistake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there is a thing about Lamella's style of play that I think feeds into what we were talking about before, which is that he loves to draw a defender into him. So he does and that then sort of slow, them, slow, yeah. slow, like where he sort yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. tickles along with it yeah. in front of them. For that to work, you need players running past him yeah. so that they, you know, they've got one eye on the player that's just run past them whilst also keeping an eye on him. We don't have any players that run past, so Walker will run up, sort of stand next to him, and then it all just comes to a mm. halt, <laughs> and the crowd goes mad. What, what yeah, do we think about, options, what do we think about Chadley? Disappoint. I, I thought it'd come good. I thought great. it'd come good at the start of the season, but it's just gone back to like last yeah. year now. Sort of really. You know, mm. What's, what's yeah. all that about? Then? Very skillful. Yeah, yeah. But slow. But, but also some yeah, of the decisions. Slow. I mean, in the Leicester game, some of the decisions he was making down in front of sitting at the top of the park lane, and uh, you know, it was a couple of free kicks he gave where on the edge of the box, and you could just see people like, virtually trying to rip their own heads off and mm. stick them up yeah. their backsides. You know, it was so frustrating. Just you just think this is a professional footballer yeah. getting mugged into giving away something uh, a Sunday league player wouldn't get away. Ball control. Yeah. Our ball control is just horrendous. Well, was, our ball control yeah. and our <laughs> passing, the yeah. two basics. Mm. Yeah, I think well, I think with Chadley as well. I think he, his forms dipped. Um, he uh, his father passed away, didn't he? And I think since he's come back yeah, from that, true. maybe his head's not been in the in the right place. But he, um, but a lot of players, the performance levels have dipped. And and where earlier on we were singing Pochettino's praises for uh, for the, this high pressing and the fact that we were scoring these late goals. Yeah. Mm. Whether it's just fatigue, whether it's confidence, I don't know. But. Um, those fit, fitness levels and all that training and the, yeah. the mm. things that we've been very positive about yeah. about the manager now seem to be coming back to um, uh, to, to bias really mm. like the, the, the players now seem tired and burnt out and yeah. that, that's been one of the criticisms that people have said that the teams that he's managed have, have run out of steam at, yeah. at this stage of the season but then again you know Southampton again have run out of steam at this stage of the season under a different manager this year as well so mm. you know you do wonder you know is it the players is it the manager right. you know they're winning yeah 
Well, they've, they've, you know, below us, they've gone into a bit of a, a bit of a slump, haven't they? You know, they were looking good mm. early on this season. So sometimes it is a combination, you know. I think they'll be below us, aren't they? No, they've gone above us now. Yeah, they're six. They won, yeah. didn't they? They won at the weekend. So uh, and we're playing them, of course. Um, uh, in, in a second, we'll, we'll talk about the, uh, the Newcastle game. Mm. Uh, but we've got, yeah, we've got Newcastle away, then Southampton away, uh, Man City at home, Stoke away, Hull at home, Everton. The really sad thing is, as well, you look at these fixtures, and, and again, where we were even a few mm. weeks ago, mm. and we, we, st- we could have had a chance, especially yeah. with Man City's mm. dipping yeah. form. Yeah, yeah. Well, that Man City if, game could have been we'd amazing, we'd couldn't we'd it? We'd have beaten yeah. Burnley and Villa, we'd be two points off. Yeah. It's Man the most, City would then come. Yeah. It's the most frustrating thing, that yeah. Burnley game, for Liverpool to have lost yes, that day. Yeah. Yeah. And you go, what are the players? Because yeah. it didn't seem like any yeah. urgency mm. at yeah. all. I know, that's what got and me. You're going, but, but you that's know that I you've thought, got an opportunity here. That, that, that's what I thought was the worst thing about the Burnley game, was the lack of passion. Mm-hmm. You know, you're yeah. saying about yeah. Stoke. It was like, do these players not care at all? It, I mean, you know, we're all gathered around, well, I was gathered around the TV, so come on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do we expect an improvement against Newcastle? Well, there's, there's, part, there, well, there, I think there's, there's a, a kind weird of atmosphere, isn't there? Because uh, there, there's a there's a uh, boycott um, for, for for Newcastle fans at that game. They're trying to get people to. to they've, they've seen how we play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're not going to that one. <laughs> <laughs> they certainly so picked the right game for boycott. It's, it's the old joke. It's a Doctor Tottenham joke, isn't it? Is your team in trouble? Let Tom Hotspur oh, play you. So we got Newcastle on a bad one. We'll help you out. Then City on a bad one. But we'll get that sorted out. He's your manager in danger of losing his job. Come and play the Spurs. Haven't scored a goal full season. Yeah, yeah. Come and play the Spurs. I think we'll be right as long as our players don't boycott it again. Then yeah. that'll be fine. You know, yeah. if they turn up then. So you, you, you'll, you'll be pretty positive today, Martin. You, you're, you're right, yeah. It's good, man. I It's the hope that kills you, really, isn't it? So you know, go and top yourself after the finish. This. <laughs> so you, are you predicting a, a, an away win at St James's Park? We've got to, haven't we? We've got to. Newcastle are a mess. We've got to get it together. And you know, after Look, the last few games, and it's nil nil all day long. <laughs> and then maybe Mike Ashley will buy out Levy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is, uh, it is quite depressing. I'm surprised we've had a, a, as much of a laugh as we have, to be honest. <laughs> well, you know, in the face <laughs> of danger. We're laughing at ourselves, not with yeah, ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, well, well, let's hope. Fingers crossed for the, uh, for the Newcastle game. Uh, just to let you know as well, uh, there are still tickets left for the, uh, for the end of season live show on May the 25th. With, uh, with two Tottenham legends, two of the greatest Argentinians to ever pull on Ooh. a Tottenham shirt or indeed play the beautiful game. Uh, I'm, of course, referring to Eric Lamella and uh, Mauricio Tarico. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Ardiles, of course, and, uh, and Ricky Villa at that game. So, uh, so yeah, you can go to, uh, to um, tickets at live.spursshow.net to find tickets there. So... Uh, uh, before we go, uh, anything to plug, guys? Uh, You've got a book out, haven't you, Martin, at the moment? I've uh, got a few books out. Yeah, last book was called uh, Taking Our Ball Back, English Football's Culture Wars, which is a sort of general read, but there's still um, all the old pony I've written about Spurs in the past. The Boys from White Hart Lane, which has got interviews with uh, Ricky Villa and Ozzy Ardiles. Two very, very nice guys, actually. And I see two your good book, chapters. Um, uh, Taking Our Ball Back, was, uh, was described by Tony Evans of the Times as, quote, a brilliant... Brilliant read. That's good. That's a good quote, isn't it? Four, right. four uh, words. Only ten quid here. Yeah, it's yeah. not cost me that. He writes for the <laughs> Times, don't you know? He knows what he's talking about. I like of course, he's got a thesis. Paolo, anything coming up? No, nothing. I've retired. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. And what are you working on at the moment, Simon? Uh, I've got a Josh Widdicombe and Jack D sitcom coming out. Uh, 
probably October, November time. Yeah. So we'll have, we'll have just lost one nil at home to Stoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, and well, on that comedy bombshell. Have you got anything to plug? <laughs> no, nothing at all. Nothing, nothing at all. No, hopefully, uh, hopefully we get to present this again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll thanks a win very, next time. very much, I guess. Thanks, Martin. Thanks, Paolo. Thanks, Simon. And uh, oh, come on, you Spurs. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.